Today is the 26th of August, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you are joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. The links are in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way, that could be through prayer, through some words of encouragement, a gift, or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. Links to everything, including our social media, are in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Lord our God, be our Father and care for your children here on earth where it's so often bitterly hard and where it seems that everything is set to turn against us. Keep us faithful in our spiritual life, drawing all our strength from you, the eternal power of life, and from Jesus Christ, the Saviour of the world. For Jesus has promised to come back to us, and you will send him in our time of need. So, Heavenly Father, let your strong hand be with those who don't know where to turn. Show us paths we can follow to the glory of your name. Amen. Matthew 8.25 And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. This verse occurs in a classic passage of the Bible. Most people know that account of Jesus calming the storm. As I said, it's a classic, and most preachers, when they preach about it, will either highlight Jesus' power over nature or his rebuke of the disciples for not having faith. But when I read through the passage today, I was struck by this verse. And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. It's after this verse that Jesus tells the disciples off and calms the storm. So what was it about this verse that struck me? Firstly, I think at least four of the men in the boat were excellent sailors, were fishermen, and were well used to the conditions on the Lake of Galilee, and had most likely dealt with storms before. So for them to realize that they were way out of their depth, excuse the pun, that would have scared the pants off them. Secondly, rather than relying on their own skills and their own strengths, they go to Jesus. They wake him up and they ask him for help. This, I think, is something to be commended to them because it's so easy for us to rely on our own strength. Lastly, Jesus' words to them about not being afraid isn't actually a rebuke. It's a a teachable moment. It's a question. So many preachers will put it like that because they want to emphasize the question about a lack of faith. But actually, the only thing that Jesus is telling off is the storm. We will always face difficult challenges. And while it's important that we have faith and we don't live in fear, we must also not forget that Jesus is always with us. And that actually it's okay to go to him and say, save us, Lord, because we are not in this alone. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read Matthew 8.
Father, as we read these words today, open our hearts and our minds to your Spirit. Help us to hear what you would have us hear. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the English Standard Version, and today I'm reading Matthew 8. When he came down from the mountain, great crowds followed him. And behold, a leper came to him and knelt before him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him, saying, I will be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, See that you say nothing to anyone but go. Show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a proof to them. When he had entered Capernaum, a centurion came forward to him, appealing to him, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. And he said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I'm not worthy to have you come under my roof. But only say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I too am a man under authority with soldiers under me, and I say to one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who followed him, Truly, I tell you, with no one in Israel have I found such faith. I tell you, many will come from east and west and recline at table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven, while the sons of the kingdom will be thrown into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And to the centurion Jesus said, Go, let it be done for you as you believed. And the servant was healed at that very moment. And when Jesus entered Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her, and she rose and began to serve him. That evening they brought to him many who were oppressed by demons, and he cast out the spirits with a word, and healed all who were sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah. He took our illnesses and bore our diseases. Now when Jesus saw a crowd around him, he gave orders to go to the other side. And a scribe came up and said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Another of the disciples said to him, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, Follow me, and leave the dead to bury their own dead. And when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. But he was asleep. And they went and woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we are perishing. And he said to them, Why are you afraid, O you of little faith? Then he rose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What sort of man is this, that even winds and sea obey him? And when he came to the other side, to the country of the Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men met him coming out of the tomb, so fierce no one could pass that way. And behold, they cried out, What have you to do with us, son of God? Have you come here to torment us before the time? Now a herd of many pigs was feeding at some distance from them. And the demons begged them, saying, If you cast us out, send us away into the herd of pigs. And he said to them, Go. So they came out and went into the pigs. And behold, the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea and drowned in the waters. 
the herdsmen fled, and going into the city they told everything, especially what had happened to the demon-possessed man. And behold, all the city came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, they begged him to leave their region. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about some of the antics of Jesus, some of those words of Matthew, and after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. The links are all in the episode notes down below. We would love to be able to pray for you and support you wherever you may be. Our prayer today is for those businesses that support the various food projects in our communities. So let's pray, shall we? Father, we look in one direction and we see so much hunger and need. We look in another and we see so much food being thrown away and wasted. 17 million tons of food in the UK alone, Lord. 17 million tons of food thrown away. How many people could be fed with all the food that's thrown away? Loving God, we pray for the supermarkets. We pray for food producers. We pray for retailers. We ask that they would be good stewards of your planet, not be driven by greed or pure profit. Father, we thank you for those retailers that are part of schemes that give away food that is still good, even if the arbitrary used by date says it isn't. 
Lord, we thank you for the forethought that new understandings of food hygiene have brought to the questions of waste and poverty. And Heavenly Father, help us to be advocates for the poor and to stand up for those in need. Help us to be good stewards and to redistribute that which we are given. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us, Lord. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord this weekend. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Walking the way.